Welcome to Wedding Central with myself, Carly de Villiers, and my fabulous co-host, Tommy Ntlapu. What up, girl? So today I'm playing a bit of both, eh? Yes, today you're both our host and our guest, as Fabulous. you all know. <laughs> Carly, uh, Carly Collins, uh, now Carly de Villiers, um, owns the company The Wedding Specialist. And today's conversation really is about flowers and how flowers can really impact your wedding and things that you need to consider when you obviously are going to use flowers for your wedding. Mm. So Carly, tell, tell us. Uh, I'm a first time bride. I don't know anything about the wedding industry. Dorf, off nothing nothing um where do i start now i'm just engaged how do i start putting together maybe an idea or or, or something for my wedding what do, what okay. what advice do so you? obviously we're talking about flowers now and yes. obviously a little bit about the the styling side of sure. things um just to choose to put it out there um where our flowers come from right not many people know okay yes they come from a farmer but the logistics of getting those flowers um we have an auction right and it's all it's basically um works on supply and demand mm-hmm. so when it comes to choosing your dates and looking at the types of flowers, you're looking at the colors. Um, you've also got to take into consideration the amount of weddings that would be happening in and around that, that time date. of the, the, the year. Sure. So, you know, you look at um, now, currently we've just had Women's Day. The mm-hmm. flowers are through the roof, first of all, because everyone wants to buy their special woman in their life yeah. um, some flowers. And also it fell on a Tuesday. Right. So we've had weddings on Saturday, Sunday, Monday and, and Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So the logistics of getting that we wouldn't the the florists wouldn't have been the, the, the for instance the people getting married on Monday right the florists would have had to buy on Saturday or even Friday but then they're also competing with all the florists buying for for women's day sure so the demand for flowers is that much higher okay so, so that's going to drive my cost yes and it doesn't matter who you are most of the um florists decor stylists are actually getting their flowers from one central place. Yeah. We have the Multiflora, which is an auction that happens and it's only based in Johannesburg. It's one of the only it's the only auction in Africa like it. Right. It is based on the um the dollar. No, it's no, it's based on the Dutch clock system okay. in in Holland. Oh, okay. Um and it's a fantastic place. Right. Um but it it's it's I always say you have to have balls to buy on the market right. because it's predominantly a, a male market. Yeah. It's Generally males buying. Oh, the that, yeah, there's that not many. On the Absolutely, yeah. Oh, so, I see. The, um, it's, I think a lot of the reason why there's so many men doing it, men are buying with their heads, not with their hearts. Yeah. And I know, I, I mean, I sit on the market. Ooh, the worst. Um, it does get quite stressful. <laughs> but the thing is, you see something nice. I do. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm first Those one to do beautiful. it. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah. Oh, peonies are coming in yeah. this season and oh, can I have a bucket? Yeah. When you actually don't really need them. Right. Um, so that's, so the farmers basically will send all their, um, flowers onto multiflora and then they act as an agent and then it works on a... And then tell me, does that drive cost? Because of course, because now mm. multiflora is the only thing that's on the market, mm. most of the other countries in Africa are dealing with the dollar. Mm. So we're competing with people that yeah. are buying on the dollar and we're with our yeah. rand. So our... You know, for, and, and, and this is what I want people to understand is that when you see on Instagram and you see all these weddings, you know, in Nigeria or, or overseas or whatever, you have to understand that for them, flowers aren't as expensive. Yeah. We're buying that, we're buying with our rand. Yes. Um, you know, 
we, we've got a couple of Angolan buyers sitting on our auction. They actually live here in South Africa and they literally pack, they buy the flowers and they pack, pack them and fly them. It's only a four hour flight. Oh, okay. Um, so yes, there are, we are now having to contest with the likes mm. of an Angolan buyer that is coming here with dollars. Right. And then we're having to pay with rands. Rand, Obviously they yeah. are also paying with rands, but they, they've of course, got the, that exchange, the, the, it's, the exchange it's, on their side. Yeah. Um, so you've got that, that to play as well. And a lot of our, um, flowers are also being exported. Okay. Um, yeah, and, then, so. and then what, now that I know that, okay, now flowers and the mm. time of year and I need to figure out mm. dates and stuff, what particular flowers, like what bud, what, what flowers are expensive in particular? Like okay. are roses expensive in comparison to like proteas? Obviously your, the, with the time of the year, roses run about Valentine's Day are generally quite high, especially your white and your red. Um, and your red. Um, white, all year round is generally the expensive flower because you look at any wedding, right. the base color is either white or cream. Right. Um, and generally mostly white. Um, so you do find that the flower, the, the white flowers are generally most, of the most any expensive. kind of flower. Of any hey? kind of flower. Okay. Um, lilies. Really? Lilies can go anything from seven to fifteen rand a stem. Okay. And, uh, you know, that, that. And that's everything, St. Joseph's color, everything. Um, so, yeah, it'll fluctuate. Okay. So it just, it just depends. And it's, it's very important to know the type of lily you're looking for. Right. Don't go for a calla lily, which is like, exactly. they call it in Afrikaans a fark ure. Cause it looks like a, <laughs> and I, and I laughed one day that I had an Afrikaans bride come to me and she says, no, she wants fark ure. And I'm like, shit, you know, like, <laughs> what is fark ure? Pig's ears. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's an Arum lily, you know? Uh, and there's so many different types of lilies. Right. You know, a bride will say she wants St. Joseph lilies. The the chances that she actually wants St. Joseph lilies is very, very slim. slim. She's talking about the Casablanca exactly. lilies that are nice and exactly. they open bright, like big white star, like yeah. stars and they smell so nice. Mm. So, you know, from, from a bride, if you're a bride getting married and you're looking at – you know, what type of flowers to use, do a little bit of homework. Right. Go and look in, um, onto Multiflora's website and they, they literally have a, a chart where it tells you the availability of, of the flowers. Okay. Now I'm shopping. Mm. I've done my research. I'm shopping. Um, what would, now I've, I've made an appointment with mm. the wedding specialist. I want to come mm. in. I want to do a consultation mm. for my flowers. What do you want me to come with? Like, how do I come prepared so that this meeting is progressive? Okay. Um, I think the most difficult bride to, to deal with is somebody who doesn't particularly know what she wants. Mm. So I would encourage you to do a little mm. bit of homework. And I know there are some uh, florists out there that they ha absolutely hate Pinterest. Um, right. But we've also got to understand that not everybody lives in a creative environment right. like we do. Um, and obviously, as floral designers, we want to do new things. And mm. We don't want to do something that, that everybody seen. else has seen, you know. Right. But from a, from, if you look at an accountant, she can't really visualize. She needs to see something. So right. go out and have a look at your Pinterest. Look at your magazines. There's some great um, magazines going coming out um, with great style shoots. 100%. And know, you also have the wedding expo coming up where you yes. can get a whole lot of inspiration. Yeah. That's happening the 27th and the 28th at the Dome in Northgate. Yeah, of August. Yeah. And even our students from the SA School of Weddings, um, they are they, they are doing their final assignment, so they actually have to do a table. And uh, for, the, for the brides, come and visit and come and look at the different types of tables. And gain inspiration. Yeah, and then tell us what you like. So it's quite interesting to see because, you know, obviously the students don't really get given a brief right. for this particular assignment. They so don't they don't ever get, get a brief. Or yeah, so there's 30-odd different tables 
skills That's all awesome. started with some idea. Yeah. Um, and it's really great to see when you, when you see the public going around the expo, um, to see there's something for everybody in that table. Right. So it's quite nice to the, for people to actually be able to physically see it, okay. um, and experience it, which is quite nice. Okay. But from, from coming in to meet with, um, a, a floral designer, just do your, do your homework, understand the colors that you're looking at. Maybe you need a little bit of advice on that. Your, your, your designer should be able to advise you very easily. Sure. Um, find out what you tell her or him what you like and what you don't like sure. very importantly tell him what you do don't, not like yeah, you don't yeah. want her or him to do a table mock-up or design for you sure. with gerberas yeah. or bar- the barberton daisies i always call them the mr price flowers um, <laughs> maybe you absolutely yeah. hate those sure. tell them yeah. rather tell them what you don't like so that you're not going back and forward mm. when it comes to your table designs and things like that 100 percent. um you know just to add to that also you must understand that a mood board or pictures or whatever don't have to be the only thing that you bring in you can bring in textures samples of your bridesmaids dresses 100%. maybe you have a, a bedspread sure that is your favorite bedspread or something that you wallpaper that you maybe sure. put on home magazines are also great to draw inspiration i was for. just about to say yeah. um you know we were we were i was at a, a, a decorex right. and that was it was great for people to walk around and see the different the, we've got so much creativity out there yeah and it's also important that the brides actually pinpoint what is unique to them exactly and let it come through into their, their, their wedding. Yeah, 100%. I also always encourage my clients to actually speak to their, their grooms as well. It's it's becoming more and more where it's not just about the Grooms bride. have great ideas. Yeah, and, and that's and what's nice about it is that it it doesn't become this feminine mm. affair. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I mean? you'll find that brides just vomit pink all over exactly, their wedding. And exactly. I mean, I'm thinking, I oh know you God. like pink. I really know you like pink. It's how you do it and what other colors you incorporate. Sure. Like, there's, there, you can have pink and navy blue suits. Sure. Gorgeous, mm. gorgeous. And it brings a little bit of masculinity into the, into the wedding. And remember, as a bride, you're not the only one getting married. You do have your counterpart who's, okay. yeah. who's getting married yeah. too. And yeah, yeah. he's got certain things he that he He also wants to like. enjoy the day. Yeah. Cetera, not so, feel like it was just. I mean, I, I don't, I, re- I really don't think, I, I really hate that whole thing of you're putting a, a, a pink, a bright pink tie yeah oh no yeah but it's it's i suppose it's everyone to themselves yeah 100 percent um now i'm i'm trying to understand what if i'm not meeting a a a floral person i'm a diy bride can i go to the market and buy my like what do you suggest how do you suggest i go about it at multi-floor there's like a mall of of flowers a floral or like agent should i call it yeah um and there's some great ones out there and uh they'll give you advice and they'll be able to do your flowers but from that side they don't you've got to as a diy you've got a bride you've got to look at the logistics okay it's Okay, you've got now a floral, uh, like a florist doing your flowers. How are you going to get those, those flowers from the florist to the venue? Who is going to set up your tables? And also, what time are they arriving? People forget that we actually start setting up six, seven o'clock in the mm. morning. We're already at work. You know, you look at from my side, our team, when we, if we have to be, if a venue allows us in at eight o'clock, say it takes 45 minutes to get to the, the venue, reali- you know, realistically, we yeah. want to go and get some coffee before we go off. Um, it takes us a good hour, hour and a half to pack. The vehicle. Yeah. We can't pack the vehicles the night before because you, just otherwise it's just the yeah. heat and, and it needs air and the flowers need room to breathe. Right. Um, so you think about it. We've, it's, it's half past six, quarter past six. We like starting to pack the vehicles. Then it's bouquets and buttonholes and checklists. So 
our staff generally, if we have to be at a wedding at eight o'clock in the morning, we start at five o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, you know, and it's the logistics side of that pack packing your toolboxes and your um your checklists and it's it's, it's I, it, it actually blows my mind to think yes there are brides out there that want to do DIY and I encourage it if you are an exceptionally organized person but I absolutely discourage it if you are wanting to have a really great day on you know to be honest I actually, I wouldn't I, actually I, do I dis- it I disagree hey I just dis- I discourage it altogether I oh, just, I, <laughs> I know it's, it's so difficult for me to sit here. I'm a florist and a, a stylist. I just don't know how people, I know yeah. from my side, I do it every weekend and Saturday, Sundays, Friday, whatever. And I'm exhausted sure. after doing a setup. Sure. I cannot even begin to imagine Plot what the, you feel like and you've got to go through the night and you've got to dance and you've got to be happy. With and the whatever. emotion of being excited and or yes. giddy and all of that stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't advise it, number one, because decor, I don't care who says what, is a super high priority on everybody's list. Yes. That is what the ladies focus on. Between the decor, the dress and the cake, mm. those are like the high flyers for yeah. them. And if it's such a big stress point and something goes goes wrong you have the potential to spoil your day mm. forever because that becomes your memory yeah um so for me i always say to my clients i don't care how minimalistic and we'll get into that mm. now about talking you know how you describe or minimalistic mm. um but you know i don't i don't care how simple your your, your decor will be let's mm. get somebody to do it mm. let's rather get an expert um and not take the chance because you run such a high risk what if your flowers don't open you don't know how to treat flowers yeah, i mean <laughs> We talk about lilies. Lilies can be the, such yes, a nightmare flower. Bitch. I, they bitch. are. Yeah. I have, I have sung to them. I have spoken <laughs> to them. I have prayed with them. We have put them under heaters, lights, black bags. I don't know how, you know, just yeah. to get, because you know what, you have a dip in the temperature when you weren't expecting it. We have to check the weather as sure, well. Sure. Um, and the conditioning of those flowers, there is so much conditioning of flowers before you even start to arrange sure, them. Sure, sure. Um, and that, that a bride doesn't really they understand. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying is that get an expert who knows what mm, they're doing. Mm. Even if you're just going to put mm. orchids and Moss or whatever yeah. on the table. Get somebody who knows what they're doing to make it look as great as it can possibly yeah. look. A simple thing. Um, you might think, oh, well, a buttonhole is just a single rose. Yes, it's a single rose, but it's the mechanics of that. Yes. You know, you can't just, you can't just tape Cut up a, yeah. a stem and off you go and put a pin in it. You've got to wire it. You've got to condition that flower. Why is it important to wire it, Kylie? Why? Mm. Because the guys get a big hug. Everyone's like so excited to see them and everyone gives them a hug and the heads break. Yeah. So you have to wire those flowers so that you, you've got longevity of it mm. as well. You know, the buttonholes and the corsages, you don't think, like, a bride might not think of who is actually putting these on. Right. You've got to ask your florist. Are you the type of florist who's going to stay there right up until ceremony? Right. Or are you going to be there um, just for setup and then they go? Um, most florists will do that, but they will also stay if the bride requires them to stay. I also, it, it is, it drives me insane when you see photos or videos and you've, you can see the buttonholes or the corsages haven't been put yeah, on properly. Yeah. You can see the pins and it's, they've been skew and oh gosh, yeah. rather don't do them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, there's, there's those type of things you've got to start to think of. 100%. Uh, I mean, I'm asking, please, uh, mm, to the go listeners. Go for it. Yeah, no, as the listeners, like, I know this information. I'm asking on behalf of yeah. you as somebody who doesn't know nothing. Um, so now, Carly, now you've mentioned quite a couple of things um, in terms of the decor elements that I need to mm. consider, like my buttonholes and my corsages mm. and stuff. 
I'm a DIY bride. I'm doing it myself. What areas? It's not just about the table. I think people forget that. Yeah, it's we, not just the table. It's not. And I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're a DIY bride or 100%. you are getting somebody to do it. Yes. I will often have a, a client come in and say, I've got a thousand or two thousand around a table. table. Yeah. Um, that's my budget. So I kind of quickly do the sums. Okay. You've got a hundred people. You've got, you know, yeah, 10,000 10, rand. Yeah. But, it doesn't stop there. Right. You've got buttonholes. You've got corsages. You've got bouquets for the bridesmaids. Confetti. You've got confetti. You've got decor down the aisle. Your main table. Your main table. So, yes, you may have 10,000 rand, but actually you do not have a 1,000 yeah. rand a table. Yeah. I do feel that um, clients should also be honest with their, their supplier. Sure. They're not there to take you for a ride. 100%. Rather... Say, this is what we've budgeted for. Is it realistic? Um, can you work with it? And what can you do within that budget? Yeah. I agree with that completely. Also, don't try and stipulate how much you want to spend per table. Mm. Rather just say, this is my spend mm. for decor and flowers. Mm. Um, and then from there work and then um, figure out your budget. Because there's also things like delivery, mm. after hours delivery, collections, set you know, up. Those things you don't that's a, cater that's, that's money. You know, we we are sometimes getting two venues at one, two o'clock in the morning. To clear, hey? And we have to bring in double the amount of staff as set up because yeah. we had that much longer time to set up. But now a venue will stipulate to you, okay, you've got to come in and you've got an hour to break down. Yeah. It's taken four or five hours to set that wedding up. Now you've only got an hour, hour to, to break down, down yeah. and you've got to repack it. I mean, we've had days before the wedding packing to pack all and the wrap stock and, and bubble wrap, wrap it, and, you yeah. know, all that type of thing. But now we've only got an hour and we're doing that at two, three o'clock in the sure, morning. Sure, sure, and sure. I have personally experienced um, cops pulling us over, yeah. wanting to take a bribe. Yeah. And, all we are trying to do is clear from a wedding and do our job. Yeah, and and I, I, I'll never forget the one day my I came home was shaking because the cops had stopped us and whatever else. My husband was so angry. We went to the police station. Yeah. And the 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 um head of the the station w- actually said, "Well, young lady, you shouldn't be walk running. You shouldn't be um driving around at that time of night Jesus, anyway. Come on. The the problem is that is our job. Yeah, that's and my work. you know yeah. I do have a little bit of an irk sometimes with venues who do stay who do force force and yeah. implement." that you have to break down that night um, and I know I'm going to get racked over the knuckles for this but the reality is a lot of these businesses in flowers and decor are run by women yeah. and as r- driving around 2-3 o'clock in the morning is not is, safe, is not, safe. Not, not with but, a truck as well I know and the reality is that uh, but we have to do it yeah 100% and that's another aspect that people don't think of when you're doing your own can you imagine who's you want to go and go do shenane yeah. and now you have to clean up um, exactly, exactly. can you imagine <laughs> and also everybody's drinking it so your bridesmaids I can guarantee you will not stay to help you pack and, you know, up like, your stuff uh, We've, we've, we never, like from our, uh, my company policy is that we never, um, break down until like the last guests have left. Um, but there was a, a situation where we were at a venue and they were, they were having to do a through the night setup because it was an early morning start wedding. of a wedding. Yeah. So we had to, there was like five or 10 guests left and they were sitting at the bar and that was okay for us to start breaking down because it's separate from right. the actual venue. And we were, I was in the truck like packing and I had some drunk, guys like lock us into the oh my truck. god <laughs> and now we're like okay right thank god we had some some of the team still in, still in and we could say guys oh please let us out gosh, the truck you know and then, then you have some of the guests want to like yeah. take stuff home and off yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. so and that's another thing breakages right breakages mm. are a huge thing that you need to consider yeah. and you'll get it back after it 
But you not, know that, and that from for brides, you need to, you need to, you you have to expect that you are going to pay a breakage deposit, hundred percent, and uh, you which know, is only fair if you it's think about it. Only fair. We're going with like I, I've often gone with a good two, three, four hundred thousand rand sure. worth of stock. You know, we we use glass base plates. Sure. They're about eighty, ninety rand a bl- base plate. You lose ten of those. Yeah. You know, there you go. Yeah. Tough thing. So you know, it's just there's a lot of money involved in in weddings and. The, the stock is very expensive and not often can you one if you buy a particular item there's not it's not always that you, um, that you can stock. replenish it yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. you may have ha, we've had to buy it from overseas and then it needs to be shipped on a container I look at our crystal candelabras we we do not dry hire our crystal candelabras brides will say she's she'll phone and she says I'm doing my flowers myself and I want to dry hire the, the crystal candelabras mm. we dry hire a lot of things but uh, unfortunately our crystal stock we don't because it's just too fragile and it's, it's to try and get it in yeah. when you have to import it in on the And also they're so high on trend right now. Yeah. So you can, actually can't go And they're short. so, you know, I look at everyone will say, Oh, I don't want to do a candelabra or I don't want to do high arrangements. The reality is, um, I don't ever think candelabras are going to go out. Um, maybe ever. ever. The reason being is that candle and that ambient lighting just creates such a mood in a venue. Oh. Maybe you want to go and do high arrangements. Um, maybe alternate do yeah. some high and then yeah. do a candelabra um, I always find that a, a wedding where we've just done masses of flowers at the top and no candles at the top actually just doesn't do yeah. the, the actual the rest of the arrangements I, mean, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more for mm. me um, candles for me brings the romance and mm. I think a wedding is such it's that's that's for me is like the epitome of you, you see weddings come right up there with Valentine's Day they are romantic delight. it's almost like cheese all over the place do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> just like vomit love everywhere so for but me it, then, but that's why I'm saying mm. like I, I couldn't agree with you more and you know me I mean the mm. weddings that we've done together mm. I, I mean we light it up yeah okay? set the place on fire <laughs> but also with that you've got to be careful of your venue right um maybe it's the middle of summer and you it's absolutely love um candles uh. it might uh, candles actually create a lot of heat yeah so if you love lots of candles maybe just double check if your your venue has, has aircon if it doesn't have aircon and they're just so relying on fans and stuff like that your candles are going to drip wax on your tables and it is going to create a lot of extra heat, yeah. which is not really nice. Yeah, for your, for, cli- for your guests, they, they want to be comfortable. Mm. But Connie, now let's go back to flowers. Um, what is the process and what is fair? Like, for example, something that people don't really cater for is mm. something like a mock-up. Mm. I mean, I have brides often and I have to just, you know, re-educate them and mm. say, remember that um, a, a mock-up is exactly the same as a hair trial or, or mm. a makeup trial or whatever. Yeah. They are using product which costs money mm. therefore it is valid yes. for them to charge us for a markup. Yeah. So some people feel bewildered yeah. that, that you, you have bring, to pay for a yeah. but w- You know what? There, there's two, it's a double-edged sword. At the sure. moment there's some designers that refuse to do markups right. because at all. at all without payment or just no, they do not do mock-ups. They only do the, on the, yeah, I, I must be honest. I'm not comfortable with that. I wouldn't, and I, I don't ever want it. a bride to walk in on the day of her wedding and say, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because the, 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 the change factor at a mock-up is so high yeah. because we all, we were designing in theory yes. and you also bought into the idea in mm. theory, but sometimes you walk in and you're like, Oh, actually no, and don't be, mm. please move Kylie. Please mm. do, do you have something higher? Do you have a different shape mm. bars or whatever? There's and so that's many where changes. you, 
stages. You get to with a with a, a mock table, you get to actually experience the the table and the ambience of it. We generally like to do our mock ups in the evening, or we make sure all the curtains are closed so that because if they're having an evening wedding, you want to see the the, the candlelight candle coming yeah. up. Um, and also the bride can start to then fine tune her table that it's not a copy and paste of somebody else's table. Sure, it's I. Will not. That's one thing we will never do with the wedding specialist. Is that um, a bride will come to me and say, "Oh, this company did this markup." We will never, ever, ever, yeah. ever copy that. And it's not what we do. We want to do our design. And I also say to clients, when you come for a, a markup, I want you to come with an open mind. Yeah. And you've come to me because you like the style. You like. You get our vibe when we've met, had our first meeting, and you know. If you like my personality in the first meeting, let it, let my creativity come out for your mock-up. Sure. Come up, come with an open mind. Let sure. me be creative. And I think that is the biggest challenge floral designers have is that the, the brides put their floral designers into boxes box, and you must yeah. do this and you must have one pot of flowers on this side and one pot of flowers on the other side. And I think if I can speak for any florist out there to the brides, give your floral designer a little bit of creativity 100%. and license to do stuff. When it comes to main table, I I have never ever said to my bride, "This is exactly what we are going to do." Yeah, I say to her, "If you like this, once we've done your mock-up and you've approved your mock-up, you need to now let me have the creative license of coming up with something beautiful for sure. your main table." Sure, and that's when we come up with the most beautiful. And I mean, we've done a couple of weddings with you, and your brides are like, "Oh my yeah, god, yeah, I didn't yeah, ever yeah, expect yeah. that." Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where we want to, we want to push the boundaries. 100%. We want to give you something different. I mean, the whole idea around a mock-up, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not like a cash baby of the wedding industry. It really oh, no, it isn't. costs us more yeah. money than it actually, 100%. we, I mean, I've done it often where, yes, we'll charge, we charged a thousand, exactly. between a thousand and a thousand five hundred rand a mock-up, and that's pretty much an average. But I've done one where we've charged a thousand rand, and the flowers in itself cost three thousand rand. Right. You know, and there we've got to, we've got to now take that, uh, 1,500 rand where we have overspent or we've had to accommodate more flowers and we've got to build that into costs elsewhere. And um, I think it's important that you you mention the fact that um, come with an open mind. Um, I think one thing you need to understand, and for me as a, as a designer, like, you know, when I design concepts around weddings, I do go into detail, but I always say, the florists are the expert. Mm. I'm only doing it from a styling mm. point of view. Mm. And sometimes when they're working with the flowers, etc., they'll say, oh, okay, this is going to work better or mm. we can do this or whatever. And I'm happy to take, mm. you have to understand that a mock-up, it's almost a play session. Mm. It's possible. It's very, very mm. possible that you could walk into the mock-up and hate it. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's the end of the appointment. Step outside, have a cup of coffee. Mm. They can rearrange. Fl- yeah. If you're they doing should be it, able to a- pull out the yeah, vases, candle exactly, holders, exactly. all of that. And that's why I advise a lot of my clients. Ideally, yes, you'd like to do your mock-up at the mm. venue, but it's actually to your benefit if you do it at the at the florist's place, yes. wherever it's a warehouse yeah. or office or studio, whatever the case is. Do it there because should anything go wrong, it's mm. easy for them mm. to pull stock and say, well, we've got this as an option mm. or that as an. You know, when you go to the venue, they only carry that much yeah. stock with them, and no, then it's crazy. and then you have to pay again for another one. And you know, like when I when I do my teaching for the SA School of Winnings, I have to teach the process of a mock-up. Mm. And, you know, I've worked, I've done an exercise on scheduling with them. Do you know a mock-up for one client can take six to eight hours I can when it, it goes traveling to the, to the market to get the extra flowers? We're not buying those particular flowers for your mock-up on auction. Right. We're having to buy like bits and bobs everywhere because it's not, we're not buying it bulk. Yeah, it's not a big um, And then it's the, the collection 
of um, decor items that maybe the florist doesn't have or, and it's, it's now starting to put everything together and it can take that long. It's a whole day. Now you as a bride, look how much you can do in a day and maybe you get paid an hourly rate or sure. maybe you get paid a daily rate. And now a bride, now, now we're charging say a thousand rand or a thousand five hundred rand for a mock-up. And that includes your flowers. We're actually doing a day's work for, sure. for Mahala yeah. basically. Yeah. And, if I can give an, a, a little bit more of an advice in terms of who to bring to your marker. <laughs> um, personally, I would just bring yourself and your fiance. Um, when it comes to moms and bridesmaids, it's all great. But the difficult part for us as, as designers is that we want to listen to what you want, um, not necessarily what everybody else is wanting you may have we've listened to you in your first meeting so we've conceptualized your table they may not have been there in the first meeting so they don't understand how we've conceptualized your table to that point another thing with that and i, I agree completely with you the issue becomes um and i think people struggle with this mm. factor the most is number one you might not be paying with you you might not be paying for your wedding mm. so you feel okay that mom and dad mom. and so and yeah. so and so forth but um to be honest People can't help but like what they like. Mm. I don't like what you like, no. and I don't like your pink, and I don't mm. like your whatever mm. the case is. So immediately when I see your table, I might be like, where a hi, hi, it's not going to work. But if that's what you want, mm. it can very easily get lost, and it makes you so insecure, mm. and it becomes a stress point. Yeah. So I couldn't agree with you more when you say, mm. if at all possible – Try to just come with you and your boo yeah. and come see and, and play around and be mm. happy with it and then tell everyone that it's yeah. a surprise. And if you do want to bring your bridal party or your parents, rather talk to them before you even go. Yes. Say, mom, dad, what, your sister, so whatever. So? Listen, I've sat with Carly. We've, we've spent a good hour, hour and a half going through what I like and what I dislike. And she's going to conceptualize something for me. Um, please just take that into consideration when we're looking at this market. 100%. And I always let the bride walk in first with her, with her partner. Um, so that she can, I can see her face. Right. And it's amazing that, um, the brides will fall in love with what we've done. And then it's somebody it who's picked apart. Yeah. And you're it just like, Oh, apart. really? hundred yeah. so, percent. Yeah. And one of those, mo those moments are like some of the moments that I live for. Like you cannot describe that happiness mm. when they, cause they just I know, like, it's the fall, most oh, amazing experience. One of those yeah. moments. And I, you know, you can't, mm. you can't redo that. Mm. It's either she likes it or she doesn't. And then another little bit of advice is, uh, if you're doing a mock-up and you've, uh, and the candles have been lit and the ambience has been set. And now on the day of the wedding, you may walk into your venue do at not like do it. 10, don't 11, do it, 12 o'clock during the day while the team don't is setting it. up. Don't do it, <laughs> People don't do are sometimes it. like that and Tommy, you can't help it. But what you've got to remember is that you've got to remember the time that you saw the candles lit. You know, they'll, brides will walk in at 12 o'clock and they'll be like, Oh, I don't think we put enough flowers on. Or is there enough? You know what? The candles you know haven't what? been lit. They're yeah. only going to be lit 10 to 15 minutes before the guests walk in. You know what? I, I, you know, when I first started and, um, I, you know, I used to let the bride or whoever come in while they were getting mm -hmm. ready or whatever. And I just realized it actually just creates more anxiousness mm. for you. It's, a, it's mm. you know, it's a stress point for mm. you. So from now on, I've actually just, I, I speak to my family and the bride and the groom mm. and everyone beforehand. And I said, for your enjoyment. Mm. Don't come because I don't you mind don't know. just before the guests are good. That's quite a nice one. No, yes, to, to but do. once the candles are lit and yes. just before they and take the their break the mood and then they have on. a glass of champagne and you know you you, you, you I, I get what mm. you mean. But I always say don't come during setup because 
it's don't chaos know sometimes. where we are. Yeah. And we literally could be half slaughtering mm. each other at that point mm. because something's <laughs> gone wrong. It's true. You can be chaos in there. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It comes down to trusting your supplier. Exactly. If you have, if you do not trust your supplier, then that's not the supplier yeah, for don't you. Don't do it. And that's you the know? thing. That's a good point to actually raise, Carly. It's so, and I always tell my clients, it's, it's, you know, one of the services I offer is that, you know, matching suppliers is actually a science. Mm. I don't go with a supplier based. Yes, I want their, their, their skill and their product mm. to be great mm. or whatever the case is. But it's so important that you guys fundamentally like each other. Yeah. Because if people like each other, you trust them. Yeah. And also, chances are that person will be willing, should push come to shove, mm-hmm. to go above and beyond yeah. for you. But if they don't like you, or if you're mean, or whatever the case is, then they'll just be like, oh, well, you know, that's what she wants, and that's what she gets. And that's the reality. Is if you are a difficult bride... Okay, no, don't... Maybe I should word it differently. If you are unreasonable... Irrational. Irrational. Then you are going to find that it doesn't matter whether it's the floral person, the photographer, the venue. If you are that type of person, things are bound to go wrong. People are actually nervous. They are tense because... They love what they do, yeah. but and they know what they're doing. And it's the pressure of the people. We don't get a redo. If yes. we fuck this up, we <laughs> fuck up your wedding forever. And we don't want We that. don't want that. We want you yeah. to have a beautiful day. Like, we don't spend hours and our give up our lives for weddings exactly. because we want to mess Just up your wedding. Fine. You know, we really yeah. want people to have the best day ever. Sure. And I think if you are unreasonably difficult, um, it does become very challenging. I find it very much when it comes to the bouquets. Um, when we try and do the bridal bouquet, if she has been exceptionally difficult um, and it's just you, you kind of butt head sometimes. It's very difficult to do that. Okay. Because I always say I like to stand in a mirror and I like to feel that bride, not physically. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> but just feel the emotions of what we've gone through in the last six to eight months sure, because that's sure, when sure. we're booking. Um, what have we gone through? And I want to create beauty for her. Right. Right. Um, so it, it does become difficult, especially with the bridal bouquet to you know do what, something you know amazing say, for a difficult You know bride. what I say? And I, I, I think this is a law mm. and I know. Know many industry people. I'm sure you agree as well. Yeah. Bad bride, bad luck. It's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Because if you're mean and you're unreasonable and you know there's just no pleasing mm. you, or whatever. Either the weather won't play along, mm. or this will be late, or something <laughs> breaks, or the truck is in an accident. <laughs> or, look, bad bride, bad luck. I was actually, <laughs> I was chatting to somebody. I was interviewing somebody um, yesterday, and she was saying that you know. She had a bride so difficult. She was so pedantic when it came to walking down the aisle. Her dad on the way walking down the aisle stepped on her dress. She stopped her dad in the ceremony and said, oh my, when we're doing it watching. again. <gasps> <gasps> no, you joke. Oh my I was God. Like, no, come on. That's but anyway, crazy. So <laughs> no, but you know what? I just think, you know what? Your suppliers are there. They love doing weddings. I, you know, I've been in the industry for now 14 years and you see people, you see suppliers come and go and there's not, you know, the suppliers that have been out there for a long period of time, they are exceptionally passionate and the newbies are fabulous. They are fabulous. Um, but sometimes it come two, three, four years down the line there's a lot of people give up at about four or five years down the line because it's taken too much toll on their personal yeah. lives and whatever else. They still love what they do, but it's just the personal, yeah. their personal lives that yeah. take a, because a toll. Because the truth is, you know, for everyone listening, it's, it's very important that you understand that weddings is the biggest emotional tax that you will ever invest in. Mm. Like you think marriage is hard to <laughs> be in the wedding industry mm. and you'll realize it's, it's so hard because think of yourself as a bride and think of how much you demand mm. of your supplier mm. and think that 
that you're not our only client. Yeah. We want to make you feel that way, yeah. like you're, you know, top priority in it, but you're not our only no. client. So your demands and everything, it's mm. taxing. I, a, I, I bumped into a, a client of mine. I, they got married a couple of, like two years ago, I think they've now got a baby. And I said, how are you doing? And they're like, no, they're good and whatever else. And he says, Carly, are you still doing weddings? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm yeah, dying yeah. in weddings. Type yeah. thing. And he says, Carly, I actually don't know. And my husband was there. He says it was the most like, I actually don't know how you do this. You know, you were the best thing that ever came to us, sure. but the stress and the emotional side of it. He, said, he even said to my husband, how do you handle somebody who works in the wedding industry? He says, oh, we're all a little bit crazy anyway. So, yeah. And he just said, you know, I take my hat off to to your wife because she's very, a very strong yeah, person. It's traumatic. I've had somebody describe the whole experience as traumatic and I do not blame you because the emotional ride that mm. comes with weddings, mm. it's it's a lot, mm. especially if you don't know what you're doing. And if and you don't you get the right suppliers, suppliers on board. <laughs> that's actually where it goes that's terribly where it goes wrong. wrong. You know, and maybe it, it comes down to a cost thing. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, I, I struggle a little bit with my, my staff on this in terms of they will have a bride and they say, she'll come in and say, I've only got 10,000 rand for flowers. You know what? And she's maybe got 200 people. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, and. I, I get that. It's not a lot for flowers. It doesn't really get you far for your for your wedding flowers and decor. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of money to that per particular sure. person. Maybe you want to have this big lavish wedding and it's like big Preston Bailey type of flowers and car and tran type of flowers. Then you're going to have to save for it. Yeah, 100%. You know? And it's, it's, I think we've said this before on one of the podcasts mm. that, you know, what, the truth of the matter is weddings are expensive. Mm. I always say stationery is a cost that people think is the smallest cost. Yeah. But when you actually start breaking down your state, the design, the embellishments, mm. my envelope, mm. my laser cutting, my, my you know, mm-hmm. when you start looking at your stationery put and people always think, oh, it's going to be like a 4,000 mm. rand spend in total. Oh, mm-hmm. you get into it and it actually is. And that's why it's weddings are a costly cost. Mm. Like Carly's saying, and it's, do it's costly for a reason because I've currently got another client who decided to do a lot of the elements herself. She's putting lace on mason jars and she's doing all of these things. And, you know, she's supposed to be having a final meeting tonight. And she just phoned and she said, Carly, listen, I'm not ready to give you all the stuff. I didn't realize how long all of this this stuff takes. And at the end of the day, you know, time is time is money. Yes, hundred percent. You know, if we were lawyers, we would be charging per hour. Can you imagine and tell me that we would actually charge per hour? Would be out of business. We wouldn't be able to. There would no wouldn't be a wedding suppliers because we can never charge for our time. Hundred percent. And I think yeah. And that's and it's and and it's across the board. But um, getting back to uh to to the whole flowers and the styling of your wedding Carly what if I if I don't go with flowers because Mm. now after this podcast yes those flowers are expensive (laughs) (laughs) but if I don't go for flowers what do you think my options are because sometimes people will say okay well let's do everything candles have you bought have you bought a candle from a surprise right Right, exactly. Candles are in flippin' this, expensive. I'm sure everybody knows now that we're in the age of ESCOM. I mean, yeah. we all know what we're candles cost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you buy a, a 15 centimeter candle, there's 45 rand 100%, type thing, you know? 100%. Um, and then what is that? That looks like what on the table. Exactly. So, you know what? Candles are actually a very huge cost. I mean, I look at what I spend on candles and I've got a dedicated, sure. I've got a, a wholesale candle supplier and we spend Thousands and thousands of rand. Yeah. I mean, on a, on any given wedding, we can spend ten, five to ten thousand rand on candles. Hundred percent. And, like and and that's my point is that don't. And I'm going to use the word cheap because that's what, that's actually what people um mm. or don't 
don't try to be budget savvy mm. when it comes to decor because you're actually going to catch yourself short. Mm. Mm. Because um, with decor styling, mm. the wow, I always say the wow is in the mm. detail. Mm. So even if you say I'm going to do all candles, you can't put just three candles on the no. table. Do you understand? Yeah. You need to think of your heights, your levels, your style, mm. and your base plate, mm. your linen, da da da. Mm. There's so many things that go into creating this whole thing when it comes to wedding. Yeah. So you really need to think all out, and that's why it's important mm. to to just get somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Don't 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 risk it. And it comes with so many factors. Like you know, you've got you you look at um. Any, any DIY bride, they're not really thinking of what is happening after the wedding. There's the cleanup staff, there's the cleaning, there's the mm, returning, mm. there's, you know, all of that. So I do feel that it's absolutely vital. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're getting married, that you get somebody on your side to set up. Maybe you want to do the flowers yourself. God, heaven help Please you. Please don't. But anyway, maybe you want to do the flowers yourself. Rather have somebody come and set that up. Sure. Okay. Sure, don't sure. do it on your day, on the day of your wedding. 100%. And also don't think, um, don't think that Decor ends with flowers. You have to mm-hmm. you have to think of your your vases, your candlestick hold, your linen, your base plate, your chair. It your goes chair from detail. from when they enter the the actual venue yes, to walking down to the chapel to the pre reception area. It's not just the actual reception venue. It, there's so many different elements that you 100%. need to to look at. So we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. There is so much more we're going to talk about in terms of flowers and decor as the podcasts go on. And I do want to remind you about the the beautiful tables that are going to be on display on the 27th and 28th of August. There's a competition for all the brides out there. You can come and vote for your favorite table and you could stand a chance to win 2,000 rands worth of decor hire from the SA School of Weddings. And we'd really like to meet you and get to get a little bit of feedback on how you're enjoying our podcast. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Kylie, for coming through. Just a reminder that please engage with us on our social media. We love all the comments and stuff. You, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram as well as Twitter as extravagant um, <laughs> as <laughs> Wedding Central SA. Um, leave us your comments and be happy and respond to you. Uh, please also don't forget that our show is proudly brought to you by the Wedding Expo and the South African Wedding Inspirations uh, Magazine. Catch us next time. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.